It's a brand new day with Nick, Tom, and Clay. They do stand up in Florida, so they're comedians, sort of. They're going nowhere fast, so they made a podcast. It's stand-up close and personal. Are a cunt. Remember that uh, I showed it to the guy that uh, the, the the guy that emailed the or messaged the festival page and he sent all that huge bio that we didn't read. Yeah, but it was at Barney. Remember we were at Barney's and I sh- and it just said like it was including like magician, act actor, stand up comedian, yeah, writer, a very uh, he, it said author. Yeah, really like just desperate and sad attempt to, to get onto a festival. It's just it's it's, it's like just yeah. submit. Submit a video next time it happens. You know how mm-hmm. fucking festivals work. Damn it. I was not along the same lines, but there's some dude on my Facebook that I did one of those shitty short films with at Full Sail. He was like, going to fucking Sundance. Can't wait to see how my movie does. And I have no idea what even film he... He didn't even plug the film, just my movie. So he props my on movie. it or something. Hung around set. Who knows? <laughs> but I went to his... Uh, I was like, all right, let me see if it's on IMDb so I can track it down and see what it is. So he has an IMD profile, and basically his little biography, it reads like that thing that guy sent you. It's so much shit. Like, coaching youth lacrosse since he was in <laughs> high school. He started when he went to England for a year where he had fish and chips. It's just fucking yeah, yeah, bread yeah, yeah, for yeah, such yeah. bullshit. Wow. It's just, there's too much. You don't need to, you don't need a life story. I don't like I don't when, know. when uh, I, bios should be to the point. And they should, like, if you're going to put anything funny, then maybe, like, one little joke. And they and, and it's the, not cheesy. And, and it shouldn't be very obvious that they, that the performer wrote it with a high opinion of themselves. Yeah, because that's exactly how this shit read. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're fucking 20. All the people that were the worst that submitted were, like, people that really, like, were giving themselves nice he, bios. Yeah, long bios, like seven paragraphs. And they always they also say, like... They say things like, uh, hey, is it, um, how much can I curse in my video? Uh, is, can it be from, can it be like, uh, cut, like different sets cut together and like all, anytime the people like this ask like, um, just a myriad of questions, just like immediately you're like, nah, yeah. it's not, Red you, you're out. You're well, out, you can tell, out. you can tell it's somebody that hasn't talked to people that have gotten, into any festivals or even submitted because you would ask your friends that first if i had a question about submitting yeah. something i wouldn't just go to the people those people first especially like, since the instructions are more or less pretty spelled out for you yeah, on yeah, the yeah. submission page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i couldn't follow simple directions when is uh what is this that we're on today is this 87 or 88 this is 88. Is it? Episode. Adiat. For sure. You were saying ocho, that like you were coming up with that in your head. Because uh, I think I looked on SoundCloud to Well, see. because I got confused because last time we were trying to get Pedro Lima on the podcast and all of our shit broke. Yes. You know, Everything. It's, it's, it's 88. 88. It's, all it's right. 80. Cool. It's well, welcome to 88. We have the triumphant return of Mr. Feeney. Ooh, 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 ooh. The third leg to the wobbly stools back. Yeah, we don't have a guest uh, tonight, uh, evidently. But uh, yeah, we're going back to the classic setup here. We I got quit about my job. Uh, Feeney quit his <laughs> job. He got a new one. 
No, I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, I quit the whale. You quit, no, you walked out like a professional employee. You quit being a body blocker for dudes throwing up in a trash can? Yeah, you know? I like doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't walk out. I don't walk out on jobs. A few people have said, a few people have said, uh, I was talking to somebody about this, like, a few people have said, like, I shouldn't do that. And other people are, are, have the opinion of, like, fuck it, who gives a shit? Right. I've gotten mixed opinions of, like, you already put in your two weeks. Well, you know. That's the kind of attitude that people have who walk out on their jobs. <laughs> yeah, I think the person that was mainly saying "fuck it" was the like, "I've worked out, on, I've walked out on plenty of jobs." Exactly. <laughs> you shouldn't do it. You just shouldn't do it unless like people are really treating you like a pile of garbage. Oh, but that get, place was. I mean, there's a reason. Like, I don't think they were. They somebody, really. Somebody had quit. The reason that I ha- had to leave, I would have gotten out on time, but I left because somebody had in my position had quit. Two hours beforehand, mm-hmm. like walked in, quit, and walked out. <laughs> like walked in before their shift, went, I quit, and walked out. So you had that's to pick better. Up a slack. That's better. Yeah, that's, that's better. Than I a- was only the second person at my position of that only had five of those people on. Yeah, the like, no show or like the the walking out. It's just like, why not just have a little bit of respect for the people that gave you money to work here? You know, well, they they didn't give me any money though. You were making good money, but I mean, but uh, I also gave them my two weeks, and like I told them, no, yeah, but the, but that that means nothing though. I gave you them my. Get, it's almost worse because you were like, "I'm gonna be here two more weeks," and then you fucking lied, <laughs> and walked out. I gave them my one week. I don't remember if I said two weeks or one week, and I, you know, there is no one week. Well, you know, you can, you know, there's one week if they give you the, the you know, the, the go ahead. How long did you work there? A couple months. I don't understand that. It's like it's like, I'm giving you my two days. Why can't, like, you know what I mean? Because they need to find someone to replace you. I know, but it's not like... Uh, it was service industry, though, right? It's service yeah, It's, it's dude, a fucking busing job. Yeah, you know? those people just come in off the fucking street. Ultimately, yeah. yes, it doesn't matter. Yes. But it also uh, says speaks volumes, volumes of, of your character. Um, you know, you're a lazy fuck. <laughs> oh, it wasn't laziness. It was frustration that they... Yeah, yeah, and no, I get it. I've, I, I'm trying to think. Have I... I've... I've never walked. I worked out on hard a, at my job. I've never walked out on on a job, but I have gone in, and uh, and then they and I said like I'm gonna borrow some latex gloves, like a like out of the box. I was like I'm gonna wash my dog, because I was going in to get like a check, and I was like, hey, can I take a couple of latex gloves because my dog shit all over himself and I gotta clean it up, and uh, the 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 manager turns around. She's like washing dishes. She turns around and looks at me. And she goes, no, you can't. And I was like, what? Why? She was like, because you think that you can just come in here. Take all your like, she, she already didn't like me. Like, you just come in here and grab glove to wash your shitty dog. I, yeah, I wasn't like a great employee there, but I was a shitty. It was a fucking horrible job. It was a hor- It was a tea shop. Like where the people, white people come in, like Ugh. old white ladies, and they come in to have tea parties. And you had to like wait on Why them. Were you working oh, there? Oh, man, because it was a job. <laughs> it was better than Chick-fil-A. I left Chick-fil-A to come to this place. So. <laughs> I thought it was better. <laughs> you have got like I swear to Christ, you have I think the worked, most jobs, dude. The most lots like of jobs. Lots, of, lots, dude. Of jobs. I've I've worked with a lot of people who's like, yeah, I did this for a little while, and then I was over here, hey, dude. You, I swear to shit, so you, many jobs, dude. Yes. I'm 25. I think I've had like 18 jobs. Because <laughs> there have been conversations where you're like, oh yeah, I got to go for training. Like, didn't you just start? Like two you months have, ago? You're like, oh no, this is a new. You one. have an average of like a three month employment span. Yeah, and you're you're giving. Oh, I'd say maybe six lecturing months. me. And you would even work two jobs at the same time. Yeah. Like, you fucking would, would bust your ass. I would quit them both at the same time. 
I would love to like walk out on one shift and then like go to the next one and walk out on the other. But I've never walked out on a job. But I, I, that day when she said, I, you will not, you cannot borrow latex gloves Love. that, what, cost ultimately 18 cents for a pair. And I... It's a box of 500 for yeah, Christ's and I, uh, two dollars. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, you're ridiculous. And then uh, I walked out and then she starts screaming at me. It's like, come back here. Turn around. And I was just like, and then I turned to the employees that were working that day and I was like, see you later, guys. I won't be back. And, um... And she, then she, I leave, and then she calls me and she says, I want you to turn in your bat, your, not your badge, but your, your bag your, of tea. No, she says your, your, tea badge. your, your tea. uniform and your, uh, and that, your name tag. And your kettle that I gave you and your yeah. sugar lump scooper. Yeah. <laughs> you should have left it on their front doorstep with like, also with a picture of you <laughs> working there. Yeah. Like an I went back, I went back in cause I had the shit in my car. So I grabbed my shirt, came back in, dropped it on the counter. And then I just left. Then ordered some oolong tea. Yeah, can I get the rooibos? <laughs> rooibos, please. Did you learn anything I about never knew, tea? I never figured out how to say that. <laughs> Anyways, fuck you. But it was, uh, it was a shitty job, you know? Yeah, I've worked a lot. A lot of jobs. A lot of jobs. I want to quit my uh, job that I have right now. Because I have like an acting career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been all up his ass about his acting yeah. career. <laughs> we went to Dexter's today and I was just like... Man, I was talking to this to John's girlfriend at the bar, and I was like, "Hey, t- tell that girl over there I'm an I'm an actor. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, I can t- I can get her on TV if she wants." Um, <laughs> trying to cash in these ridiculous promises. Yeah, like, no, that's what like I want to do. First I just week. Wanna, yeah, I just want to be like really like a boisterous like, just like a satire of a fucking actor, you know? Mm-hmm. Just go around and like just fucking flaunt it all the time. <laughs> oh, what's that? I'm an actor. I'm an actor. I'm an actor. Uh, checks checks on. Not separate checks, but I mean, I, I could afford I it. Could, I could, afford I could it. do this. Yeah, I could afford it in 90 days. Yeah. I could afford it. Uh, that's the laundry machine. Sweet. Now we have a little less room noise. Uh, and it's done. So, um, yeah. So uh, things are things are looking up for me. Everything's great in my life. Um, <laughs> podcast podcast listeners whom I'm sure we have all uh, lost all of. You know what's funny? That's why I was checking the stats, man. Earlier, it was like we still have people tuning in, even though in. we haven't just an episode for two just weeks. The people who are obsessed that keep re-listening, waiting, and they're afraid to email us. I don't. Oh, we've I'm got su- one. I'm surprised. No, but I'm surprised that no one's been like, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" Like, <laughs> it's been like two and a half, two, three weeks. I'm not. Surprised. I'll get questions. Are you not? Re- I'm a little bit surprised. I'll get questions. Like Luke asked me, like, "So you guys still doing the podcast?" Somebody yeah. asked me. Oh, Chapowski asked me. Yeah, Joe asked me. And I was like, dude, the equipment fucking busted. So that answers that riddle for all none of you who are wondering. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we'll, we'll try and make posts. We're trying to get 12 more episodes up. So this is, you know, after this, we'll try to do 11 more uh, for you super mega fans out there. Uh, but you know what? It's going to crumble. Dude, we should do like a Simpsons type of thing where like we just bring in everybody that's been on the podcast. Like one giant episode where they just, uh, everybody comes in and does like five minutes. Ex- we should do yeah, yeah. We sh- yeah, like a like a like a Sukat movie, you know, kind of yeah. like a yeah, not like a movie though, but just like a just a podcast, just a best of, right? Because there's so many gems, <laughs> there's, there's jewels, so many gems. What an epic like just failure that this podcast was ultimately. Uh, 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 just no, a, I disagree. Just yeah, a, I what a, what a not that success it was. It's what's the whole thing. It's like if you've changed one person, then you've done your job, right? We had some kid in Canada screaming me tum every time they do something and questioning whether or not he was funny. Yeah, no, I know. It's, we it's, basically picked on someone without even ever yeah. meeting them. We had some we, awesome. we, 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 without even knowing who they were. Yeah, we inspired some young uh, young gentlemen in 
I don't know if any ladies, except for that one blonde. Who, oh, yeah, I don't know if lady? she dropped off. I mean, she was really cute, tall, and uh, I don't know how long she lasted. Why doesn't anyone ask us what happened to the podcast? <laughs> That's what I really want to know. I, I know the people like our friends who are like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm wondering where. Man, you're... Nick can't even take the podcast blow to his ego. Like, what's going to happen if they cancel the show on you? Or like, just they're going to write me. They're going to write me off. Uh, <laughs> listeners, um, I'm sure you're all wondering, what is Nick talking about with this TV career and this satire of an actor persona that he's and millions looking of dollars. forward to? Be- uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars just rolling in. Uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a, it's I'm an actor. He's a real actor. I'm a, I'm an actor now, officially. <laughs> AMC. 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 I got, a, got, a, got a part on a part show. Part of a little show called Walking. No, that's not right. Is yeah. it? <laughs> you know what's funny? Like I told, I told people. Breaking Dad. I told some people I was like. Better call Saul. <laughs> they were like uh you know, hey, wh- where are you this weekend or whatever? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to Atlanta. I got this acting gig for an AMC show. And they're like, Walking Dead? I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm going to say Walking Dead. I'm not going to say <laughs> some AMC show. That's like a, you know, it's a fucking giant show, you know? So it's not, it's a small show that no one knows about. <laughs> uh, it's had one season so far, Halt and Catch Fire. Uh, I don't know how much I can really even talk you about You sped fast. That's so quick. Did, think it's fire. did they make you sign like a non-disclosure or something? I think. I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> I signed a bunch of stuff. They're like, look at this and uh, put your initials there and there. And I was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I'm going to fail in this business because I'm going to sign some shit that's really going to fuck me up. You know? That's the truth. I know it's going to happen. Well, no, as long as, well, you just got to make sure don't get a manager. You know I just I mean? don't like. That's who fucks everything over for you. Yeah. They're, they're the one who fucking, oh, yeah, sign this. I got the contract so you don't have to worry about the legal mumbo jumbo. And then your money's fucking. Your hundreds of thousands of AMC dollars are all mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, like Dane Cook, didn't his brother rip him off for like $10 million or something? Or his brother-in-law? Because mm. he was his manager? Mm. And he's in jail for like embezzling millions of dollars? Sweet. So don't get the one of those. I've never heard about that. Oh, yeah, dude. I think it's probably... I wonder if it's one of those like things that are hush-hush. Like you never hear about the kid who stole Guy Fieri's Lamborghini and trashed it, do you? But it happened. Wait, th- did that happen? Yeah, because I, I read about it. It's <laughs> great. This is all great stuff. This is all anytime you, you could name any Guy Fieri fact, and I would it be would like, like, "Is that true?" Yeah, you, you, it would almost have to like you give it gives the benefit of the doubt once you incorporate his name into the fucking. Yeah, you know, look at how he dresses for Christ's sakes. Yeah, of course, anything you would say would be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." He's yeah. fifty years old, and his entire head is frosted tips. <laughs> God, it's like nobody said anything to him. In the last like ten years, to, to get really get into like nobody's like giving him a good joke that he's been like shit. Maybe I should change my hairstyle. Ten that's years is fucking. On TV. That's his identity. That's how you know. Yeah, it's it's branding, branding it's guys. Like how, what's his name? Fluffy wears Hawaiian shirts and shorts. What's his name? Gabriel Iglesias. Oh god, who gives a fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check him out on YouTube. It's like. How? Uh, well, fucking. I'm gonna not say that joke. It's not funny. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna bail now. Do I'm just gonna ooh, wrap it up. Uh, we did actually. Speaking of, well, do you still want to talk about your TV show, dude? I don't know. 
I mean, uh, what am I going to say? Don't know. Look forward to Halt and Catch Fire on AMC. Where Nick we can talk more about it, but go ahead and read the thing. We can talk because there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of interesting things. You know, it's all set set life. You know, it's like what it's like. Um, <laughs> So, you know, oh, you know right. raiding the craft service table. You know, yeah. you know trailers, yeah. bitches. You know, getting I mean, the makeup yeah, girl yeah, really, to what it, what my eyebrows. Sunglasses and towns. I mean, here, look, this is what I'm saying, all right? This podcast, right, was originally designed to... Uh, it was to talk about comedy, yep. which is just what we fucking ran that shit dry. Uh, and also, it's a, you know, ins- not inspire, it sounds so mm-hmm. cheesy, but, mm-hmm. you know, they, to... To, to, you know, let young comics kind of hear about, you know, our experiences in it and, you know, people who haven't done it yet, you know, to, to encourage them to get on stage and all that BS. So, yeah, I think it's interesting for not the most encouraging a long-time podcast. listener. Look, dude, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing on a podcast. We don't know what we're doing no. on a podcast. Guys, we just talk a bunch of shit. Like, think about radio and how professional how radio is dead. But, you know, think about how, like, professional, like, good radio, like, solid, like, Opie and Anthony, you know, Always like interesting, They're, funny didn't shit. Didn't they get cut off? Well, was Anthony got uh, kicked off, but uh, ah. but uh, you know, solid stuff. So you listen to podcasts that are like really well Opie structured, and, and uh, people who know how to talk, they know how to speak. That's really all it is. It's like he's got to know how to speak, and I, 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 I'm not not really all that good at that, you know. Hmm. Which is weird, since you know, it's I'm a comedian, comedian, and also uh, now a now, now uh, a famous television actor worth yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm like a very famous, yeah. I'm killing it, man. I, I got um, so many people want to be me, you know? Yeah. People just wish they were uh, me now. <laughs> Everybody loves Nick Pupo. Including the casting agents over at AMC. Hold and catch fire this June, 9 p.m. Um, speaking of this awesome podcast, we got this dude who's never emailed in before. James, James writes, I won't give up your last name. Uh, James writes, and this is a great fucking... Topic or subject for the email, might I add, James? Because you're so desperate for fucking emails all the fucking time, which I feel like yeah. you gotta put another fucking in there. Like because you're so fucking desperate for fucking emails all the fucking time. Yeah, Very, get like all parental. Would that be a lesson, everybody who writes us emails? You know, rules of threes. <laughs> you know, rules of threes. We're begging for emails, and then we're criticizing just the title line. Of course, yeah. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> this guy, James. Uh, so James writes in. I was doing the dishes and listening to Nick complain about not getting any emails when the perfect question just came to me. Where do you get your ideas? In parentheses, that's a fucking joke. In all seriousness, I like, to sh- I like the show and I've listened to a lot of them. I only make it out to Space Bar, Bull and Bush, etc. every now and then, so the podcast lets me see how the scene is doing. I especially like hearing about shows that go to shit and the episodes with guests. I would now like to honor Marie George with the Best Voice Award and Jimmy Gates for the Have Him Back Before You End the Podcast. Yeah. Good idea, yeah. yeah. We should have them back. I goddamn love that. Have Jimmy and Ross and fucking Jimmy Gates. Uh, here is what's good about the show. One. A look at starting out in comedy contrasted the majority of podcasts being from big-name comedians. So, if anyone... I like how that's good. All we've done is shit on every pretty much aspect of doing comedy. He's yes. Like, it's, it's, no, it's good to hear about that. Yes. Uh, two, I like it when you talk shit about people. <laughs> we do, too. Yeah. I say. We do, too. And sometimes it shoots us in the foot, but God, yes. it's, it's great. Uh, three, you guys have good banter chemistry. Oh, there we are. Uh, bad things. One, talking too much about how the show sucks or you're wasting your time. 
I would agree that we do a little too much of that. But that's me. Yeah, that that's that one me. that one is definitely. <laughs> I was actually actually I had I was I have some more loaded uh, insults, concerns, and insults for our podcast. All right, well, we can, I was gonna bring them up after this email. Yeah, it can be addressed. Uh, see, I think see, I like talking about how much the show sucks and wasting time, but not like ten or fifteen minutes of it. I like right. to I like being self deprecating. Poke a little, yeah, poke a little joke. Oh, God, poke a little, yeah. Boop and then move on. That's fun. Well, it's just I think I think the real problem is <laughs> all right. Is fast forward ten minutes if I, you don't want to hear. No, this no. I, the, <laughs> the real problem here is that it's our fault, you know. So we don't have listeners. We have like sixty a week, if that, and we have we, validation. Everybody wants validation, you know. When you do it, it's like going up to a crowd, and a crowd of say a thousand, which none of us have ever done. But say we go into a crowd of a thousand people and there's like 60 people we're making laugh, you know, that's kind of what it feels like. And but that doesn't mean that we've had a thousand people give it a serious, like, listen, somebody might have turned it on for like 20 seconds and been like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really. Yeah. Well, I appreciate everybody that we have. That was a long way you went to say, I appreciate everybody. Well, that's not why I said it. Uh, okay. I just said it now to cover myself. <laughs> More bad things on this list. Uh, Two, mentioning Bill Burr too much. See, right there, I'm going to disagree with you because he's fucking Bill Burr. So yeah, fuck you. He's G- like the pinnacle. Fuck of- you, James. He's, he could do nothing wrong. Yeah. Um, to, his, to his credit, Bill Burr also does have a free podcast. Yeah. Or that, that, you know. All right, anyways. I mean, yeah, exactly. He's funny. I will fucking, I will do his jokes on this goddamn podcast for the last 11 episodes. Uh, <laughs> another bad thing. Three. Asking for emails. No. No, that is not a bad thing, James. We will never stop asking for emails. As Nick just pointed out, we need validation. We need validation. (laughs) You don't know what this has done for our self-esteem, just this email that you... There's Tom. (laughs) Sorry. Back in fashion. I've I've got a lot of nasal problems this this December and January. Um, Snotty season. He continues to write, I attended the comedy festival, and I'd say it was a big success. You're goddamn right it was a big success. True, true. True statement. Uh, Mm. The scene has improved drastically since two to three years ago when I'd seen some awful shit at other bar or shows with audiences made up of only other comedians performing. So good job on that. I like how... I wonder if that means, like... uh, the scene, it, uh, has, the scene has improved drastically since two to three years ago, and I like he ends it with so good job on that. Like, we're the reason that it happened. <laughs> like, we're the reason. It was this podcast. <laughs> it was. Listen, it was just spreading the, the knowledge of where rooms are and the comedians of this town. <laughs> 60 people at a time, just really turning it around. Um, oh, here we go. I'm also excited. Do we read this? Hold on. Uh, yeah. You want to read that? That's actually written out. Do yeah. Well, I mean, do, do we want to read that? What is it? Do you, it's the last paragraph there that discusses things that I don't really know if we want to discuss. <laughs> I've already read this. But oh, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't have to talk about yeah, that. We don't have to talk I, about I, I will. will I you? totally don't mind. We can talk about it, but let's talk more about my acting career. <laughs> <laughs> that is flourishing, five lines at a time. Uh, is there anything we want to really talk about uh, other than that last part we can bring up in a minute? But uh, There's nothing else in this fucking... I will say, uh, hey, dude, James, thanks very much for the email. Uh, dude, I, I, I'm disagreeing about Bill Burr. I'm sorry. I, he is... <laughs> I get I get it, though. Like, like we do bring up Bill oh. Burr a good amount. Oh, dude, I get it as But well. I also... Uh, but I'm not a religious man. I also do go, do think that if Bill Burr has... Like, the idea of, like, not saying something because you don't want to repeat yourself and then somebody yeah. else that listens doesn't get to hear that 
I have you know things I mean? to say about Bill Burr tonight. <laughs> Saying things. I already I have listened. things to repeat from Bill Burr. I have a reiteration of all the brilliant things that he said. Buy our Bill Burr quote book today. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> I uh, put in the code Burr. B U R. Let's just start advertising for stamps.com. Go to stamps.com and Burr. Listen, Wounded Warrior Project, they get a little something something out of it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, James, thanks, man. Thanks for uh, the pros and cons here. Glad you like the show. Glad you listen. Tell your friends that we got 11 episodes after this. And watch Nick on AMC. That's it. and Catch Fire. I will tell you, man, let's talk a little bit more about my acting career for real. Okay? You guys want to get down? Okay. No, I'm not really about my acting career, but like about how success doesn't really help your 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 mood. Nick, or your Nick you gotta re- this is what you got to realize. It's been like a week and a half. No, here's okay. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like here recording the podcast. Love you guys. Glad I'm here. Glad to be here. Glad I could grace you with my. That seemed my like fucking, a forced thing that you have to say. Yeah. I'm glad I could be here on the podcast, stand up close and personal. But I want to be away and back on the set because that's when it actually feels like I'm doing something. You know what I mean? Like I've, I haven't been in Atlanta for like a few days, and like I don't feel like it's happening anymore. I feel like I'm just gonna like get the next script and be like, and then. And then this, your character gets killed. Gets Even though electrocuted. they told you that you're going to be for like six to eight episodes. Yeah, like eight episodes, yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. I know, I know. And I'm probably going to be like one of the main people like in this new thing. Like one of, All right, not you one of the, contract. not one of the paint, not one of the main people. I know, it's like, I, 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 you know. I don't Listen, they're renaming the show Nick Poopo. That's what they're Nick rena- and Catch Nick. <laughs> I'm not, definitely not going to be a main guy, but I'm going to have like a healthy amount of screen time. And it's coming on June, AMC. I haven't told, like I haven't made any Facebook thing, you know, I don't like, I don't want to do that. But like maybe like when the show comes out, like I'll say like, hey, watch, check this, yeah. watch this thing. Uh, my acting teacher, uh, Yvonne, sweet lady, uh, Yvonne. wants me to give her a shout out on my Facebook, and I'm like, I'm not gonna do that yet. And I think she's kind of like, Mad I don't know if she's like, Where, where's my fucking shout out? But I think she is. I think she's like, where's my shout out? That's a little because you went in and were like, hey, give me some pointers. Yeah, well, be, well, because I'm her. She wants advertisement for her thing. Mm. Um, oh, I didn't even think of it in like a non-selfish way or something like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. We, you know. <laughs> we just, somebody was, I was talking to somebody about acting class and they said, was there anybody like really bad in it? And I was like, yeah, the bad people didn't like stick around. Like there were some bad people, but they just, you know, stopped coming because they were bad. So it's like, even by that, she wants to shout out for the acting class. You can be like, oh my God, her instruction, you know, totally helped on someone getting cast in a, in a role. And then it's just her like, uh, I need your I need your tuition money. Right, and right. I'll, I'll tell you what I don't like. And then yeah. if you got the backbone for it, then you'll just keep She's helped. Money. She helped me, you know, she gave me some good I think like very negative I would, review from Clay Robertson. I would, Dude, I've I've taken all of her classes, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I and I kept going back because I learned things. Yeah, yeah okay. But no, I, I, she's a good teacher. No, but I don't drink the Kool Aid like everybody else drinks the Kool Aid. That's yeah. right, motherfucker. Everybody, dude, I swear to God. I, this is how I can sum up, sum up acting class or actors, at least to me. It seems like if they get in a group and it's like the mentality is we're all broken toys and that's okay, let's hug. Like that's what like they're all. It's like we're not perfect, but that's what makes us special. Like it's fucking nauseating. It's yeah. like we. It's like acting is lying. That's all it is. Right. It's we spent a lot of time shitting on comedians and stuff. We just you just gave a blanket 
sweep statement about actors. So now we can. Well, we I don't. don't I dude, I think like man, before I you know became famous, like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like the idea of pursuing an acting career. I think it's a, one of the worst idea. Like I just like. I don't know, going out for auditions all the time and, and just being like rejected constantly. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother you? Mm-mm. Really? No. That idea of like, I'm trying to be an actor is, oh, this so, is this oh. is this is what This is what I, like how I rationalize it. It's like I understand fucking acting, right? It's, it's a movie, a commercial, a TV show, whatever. There's like the actor fills a role. So that means that only one person can be that role for what and there's fucking you know fill in the blank boy girl black white whatever but there's only one person is going to be that character so when they go to cast that character and listeners my arms are really wide like i caught a fish you wouldn't believe was this big there's this many people like going for that role and then it only goes and i'm narrowing my hands until it's just one little line and there's only this one person there's no fish i was i was like i was uh so that only that one person gets it and that could go to the person who is like fucking the Heath Ledger of jokering that, you know, role, like they were just so good. Or <laughs> it could be a mistake. Oh, it could be a mistake. Or it could be whoever is putting together, deciding to fucking make the shit. They're like, I like this person and I don't know why, but they look how I want them to look or they sound how I want them to sound, whatever. So they may not have been the fucking Daniel Day Lewis, but they're getting the role. So yeah. there's so many like it, it's it's not like it to me it doesn't uh it's not like the olympics where you ran the fastest or you jumped the furthest or you know you fucking chucked the javelin in the heart whatever the fuck it is i mean it's not like it's a test of you can measure like that it's it's so much more intangible so i'm just like well really wanted that fucking paycheck but yeah. <laughs> it's like it's just gonna have to go to a goddamn bud light commercial and take my shirt off yeah <laughs> yeah i heard about that i think you'd be good for like a budweiser commercial oh dude those fucking ladies were why? Yeah, yeah, good-looking ladies. Me and Nick, so there was like eight of us auditioning for this fucking, and there was like, dude, there was like, again, even if you looked at the sign-in sheet, there was like, if there was 50 names on one side of that sign-in sheet, there was like five or six pieces of paper. Like, right. there was like fucking 300 people auditioning for this yeah. shit. Jeez. But so me and Nick are auditioning for this crazy, for this beer commercial, and it's like, I showed up fucking like a minute late, so I, the door's already shut, I'm like, fuck, I'm just gonna leave. And he pops out, I was like, oh, you gotta come in. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I come out, I come out with my shirt off. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm on it, dude. I was like, I'm leaving. It's so it's <laughs> so it's me, him, two other guys, and like four banging broads, all in bikinis, and these other dudes really got like, like ladies, three guys. or four inches on me and Nick, and they're just fucking like cut. Yeah, and, beautiful men. And me and Nick are just like pasty, pasty, a little doughy, doughy. Yeah, just not good, <laughs> not in good shape. And I have like a, I have a nipple that goes like shadows like, under your eyes. I have shadows under oh, my yeah. eyes. I'm fucking, my neck is all hairy. I got like a, my nipple goes one. It's like a lazy nipple. I have a nipple that looks over <laughs> to the left. And so, and, and just like, you know, I got like, uh, love handles, all that jazz. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking there's no apps. There's absolutely no way I'll get no. this gig. Cause he was, the casting director was saying like, well, you know, the really good looking cut guys aren't going to get the role. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cause he's like, they're, they're too like in shape. It's just like not real. And I was like, yeah, but they're not going to put me and clay on the fucking, cause then they're just, pe- people will not be attracted <laughs> Even to, even though we look all schlubby, like people who drink Bud drink Light, that fucking beer, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, my hair is all like, like a huge mess, and I'm unshaven and just like just not in good shape. Uh, I mean, I got I have like some, you know, I've been working out a little bit, so I kind of don't look as bad as I was, but it's just white oh, yeah. and just flabs. Oh yeah, 
You know, you and me both, brother. Yeah. So that's and it's <laughs> supposed to be a print. So it's supposed to be like you know they might might put that on like a billboard and it's just like us like pasty ass. The nice thing about print is they can just kind of airbrush a little bit of that. Yeah. They can fix a little <laughs> bit of it. Can they move a nipple? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Photoshop. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. They need to move my nipple. They'll just be like a uh, like a. The Budweiser bottle will like be covering up the nipple. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, I was thinking like, why does every dude have to have their shirt off? Oh yeah, you know. Why? Like, what it's like a to... probably a beach thing. Well, it was a a, a music festival that's supposed to be happening. Oh, Did I it... was like, that was a total fuck off interview or uh, audition for me. Like I, the whole time, I was like, this is a joke. I'm not getting this. Oh yeah. Let's just walk around and pretend like we're having a party. This was this is how professional it was. Did they ask you to bring a dog? What? Yeah, no. dude, I've got an email. My the agent, she's like, "Do you have a dog you can bring to the shoot?" And I sent her a picture. I've got like a fucking you know, great day. I was like, "Oh, dude, fucking totally visually interesting. He's fucking 160 pounds. Yeah. Fucking be perfect." And I sent her a picture. I was like, "Yeah, he's really good in public. You know, he's fucking not not crazy or anything. He's a great dog. We take him out all the time." And she's just like. I think he's too big. And I was like, all right. And part of me wanted to be like, fuck that. Just bring the dog to the goddamn fucking yeah. audition. Make a make a bold move. And then when I, I meant to ask you when we were there, because Sketcher is so tiny. And I was figuring like, well, then that would be, Sketchy would be a great fucking dog to be taken into the damn thing. But even if, so here's where the professionalism comes into play with it. We if, don't want you, but we want the dog. Well, not even that. I'm just that. imagining that. It's like, who? What company? Especially some multi-million dollar company like fucking Budweiser. Why do they? Why are they going to bring in like some buddies off the street dog when yeah, they could? Yeah, yeah. They could hire like a dog that would hit its yeah. mark and like be you know behaved and everything. Yeah. So why are they just like, hey, you want to know what? I want some people take their shirt off. I want to see them with their dog. Kind of control that. See how much your skin. By the way, we, they want burgers for the shot. So if you could bring some buns or something, if you could just fucking drip some you know Pitch mustard in. or ketchup on your shirtless <laughs> chest while what you up, what up, your dog, I. It was a very odd audition. I don't, um, I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea of really treating auditions though, like they're they're really nothing. You know what I mean? Oh, I like you. You can't. I mean, you have to try, but like, you have to think that it's like, you can't think like I'm not gonna get this role because you have to put effort into it if you want to get the role. But it's like once you step out of there, it's just like let it all go. I know I fucked up at a different one. It was for some fucking financial institution and they're having like a new app for their fucking you know for your bank account or whatever and it was and i hate when they put me in for like dads they they're like you're you're going in for 30 to 35 year old dad i've had two different casting directors when i walk in they go how old are you i'm 31 like oh well you don't look it which i mean i'll take that because i hate fucking getting older and dying but (laughs) i mean why am i going in i'm sitting in a room next to a dude i'm like yeah if this dude isn't a dad i would think he has like three kids and he's driving them to picking him up from school after this Mm -hmm. i mean there's just i don't fit that mold but i fucked up talking about like taking it seriously all i needed to do it was all ad-libbed and we had to be like oh look we're moving money to our savings account to our checking account and Oh, you can do this thing, whatever. I never even said the name of the fucking app. You know what I mean? Like as 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 I let off, I wasn't like this GTE. I think I should have been like this GTE financial app is great. Instead, I was just like, oh, duh, moving money, blah, blah, blah. and I got out of there. And as soon as I thought, I was like, ah, oh, Christ! If I was fucking on the other side of the table, and I didn't, and I was like, well, that guy doesn't even know the name of the fucking thing. Like I didn't right. even take it seriously. You right, know what right. I mean? Like yeah, even yeah, that yeah, little yeah. bit of putting the name of the product into my they didn't even give me lines you know but just to ad lib that you know, to G- put it in G- 
he has a financial that probably wasn't as big a deal as he thought no but i'm but but it's like i'm saying like taking it seriously that's just one little thing i just needed to say the name of the fucking product you have to bring your dogs yeah and i should have brought my dog yeah you have to take it seriously but i don't know do you need budweiser too (laughs) putting so much weight on auditions you know it's like it's crazy because my my brother before i went in my my oldest brother told me uh before i went into the audition for halt and catch fire he was like uh, the worst thing that can happen is that you don't get it. So remember that. And so I, that's how I treated it. You know, when I walked in, I was just like, all right, I'm going to read my lines the way that I know how I'm going to read them, like the choices that I make. And that's it. And uh, I could tell like the, the version of who I shouldn't be was the kid that walked in with me when I first went into the audition. That's like th- this. I think the audition story is better than the set story so far. I mean, it's like, you go in, there's like 25 guys. They start grouping us together saying like, we're looking for chemistry between three guys. And so the first guy that I get um, uh, grouped up with, one of the guys, I don't remember who the other guy was. He, he didn't he didn't get it. But yeah, He's uh, not on Halt and Catch Fire <laughs> on AMC coming June. Yeah, coming to June. <laughs> It'll be on Netflix in April. Uh, the first season. Uh, but I walked in and he, immediately, like a board, this guy froze up. Like he's, the guy is next to me. And he was, we were shooting the shit outside like, he was really funny. I was like, I hope I get paired with this guy. First group, he, he's with me. I was like, ah, maybe this is meant to be. And we go in, and he's just like, like just totally doesn't know what to say. Stum- stumbling with his words and stuff. Even with the slate, he was like, uh, my, uh, my name is uh, uh, Kyle, and um, uh, I am uh, together, Kyle. reading for the role of this person. And it was just like, oh, boy. Um, got really weird. Uh, and he, he yeah, they, 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 they ax him after the first fucking go around. They just sent his ass yeah. home. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They come out and they're like, uh, we're going to start sending people home. It doesn't mean you're not in the running for the role. And I was like, well, if you're looking for chemistry, <laughs> kind of does. Yeah. Then you're done. And so they sent him home. And, uh, and the only one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doing the sad Charlie Brown walk. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's not really, I guess it wasn't really a good story. It's just, uh, <laughs> It's just revolving around I the fact don't. that Nick is on television. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we got that role because of me. You know, um, it's interesting, best though. Best damn reader on that audition tape. So we got his foot in the door. I, I think it is. I read the shit out of that. I think it is nice. interesting. Yeah, you read like four different characters, <laughs> yeah. man. Nice work there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Made him look so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Telling him to fiddle with it. Give you a little direction there. Fiddle with your wallet. Pick up yep. your keys. Yeah, oh, that was God. good. That was good. That was good. Hey, Yvonne's class. You want to get fucking called back? You come to me. I teach you how to do a fucking audition tape. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's cool because, like, anybody who wants to try and act, just keep in mind that if if you have, a t- you have to tape an audition, just fucking tape it and don't stress about it and don't, like, find a, a studio to go to to tape it. We taped my audition in Clay's apartment. No, it's a rented. It's a house I rent. It's like I'm sorry. It's a house <laughs> that I rent. Ooh. It's a rented house. Uh, and um, even when I took it to Yvonne, she was like, oh, "This is kind of weird that you shot in like in an apartment." And I was like, eh, "All right, but I mean, I got the callback, yeah, so, so. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. So it doesn't matter. Just do yeah. a good job." Yeah, here's a woman who's fucking like you know the the guru. It's like, well, you shouldn't have done that. It's like, well, fucking, what, fucking, well, I got the call back. What, yeah. why would I not? That's do That's the that? weird thing is like you're getting t- uh, taught by like an acting person that isn't is she anything? Oh, she was back in the '90s. Yeah, she was on TV. Yeah, so yeah. there, I mean, she's an actor. I mean, that's what happens though. They, you know, people who have successful acting careers don't teach. Well, the other problem is she fell victim to some of them do. She, she was know, a do woman, in Hollywood just spits you out if you're abroad. 
They just chew you up. Nom, 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 nom. They're like, mm. you're getting too old, lady. You ain't no Meryl Streep. You ain't going to have a 50-year career. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Who are you, Dame Judy Dench? It's just like, like, because I go to, I'm going to, into film classes again, and I'm just like sitting there going like, what am I doing? Like, listening to people that have not done shit. Like, they're literally telling you like how you should do something that they've never yeah. done. I'm just like, so are you just guessing or like t- reiterating something else? And I'm sitting in class watching that I'm paying money for that, uh, and I'm watching YouTube videos on the screen. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm just, and I just want to. It is weird. Get yeah. Out. It is weird. Literally watch. Just I'm getting taught by a grad. This is and this is an upper level course. This is one of the higher <laughs> level courses, and I'm getting taught by a grad student that's not even like t- like she's a- asking questions. So like, what do you guys think, positives or negatives? And then so she just waits until somebody answers, and then like somebody will say something, and that, that it's like that refreshes her. Like she goes like, oh, "That's a good thing to talk about." Uh, so who is anybody? Uh, and it's just like, oh. Let me just pause this YouTube video really quick while we have a discussion. Oh, dude, that's what happened, and it was like you'd pause and we'd talk, and I just I was just sitting there. I, I just realized what I lo- was looking like. I was just staring at the ground, mouth open, eyes like wide, just like what is tongue it? out, just like just don't go oh, back, man. What's I would it? love not to. <laughs> just you. You are a 22-year-old man. You can tell your parents to fuck off and leave the state. <laughs> what, uh, what's the name of that class? The, the film producer. The film producer? Mm-hmm. So watching videos on YouTube. That should be your continued your, like, uh, addition to the discussion. You should raise your hand. Like, what do you think? Positive negative. Like, I negatively think that watching fucking YouTube videos in this class. <laughs> I should just go, this YouTube get- video gets a thumbs <laughs> down. Yeah, it gets, affects my learning. Yeah, my understanding of film of and the it's, film producer, and it's like, yeah, these, this is like a decent interview that we're watching, but it's like, I'm this is still a class that I'm getting taught by a grad student that is showing me a YouTube clip. Yeah, I'm just like, that takes a lot of legitimacy out of it. Yeah, it's like you literally just realize, like, okay, I'm just paying for a piece of paper, just paying for a piece of paper. Yeah, it's like you can learn more watching a commentary track. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally, totally, a hundred percent. I'm hey. learning less than I could learn if I if I just yeah. So don't go to school, kids. <laughs> don't go to school unless you want to do something like be a mechanic. I mean, fucking go to mechanics. Oh, you learn. They'll probably do... teach you something there. Yeah, you know, learn a trade. Yeah, learn a trade. That would be valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, medical school. You should go. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think if you want to be. I was in a creative writing class, and uh, and this guy's like he's talking about like what kind of poems you can submit. And he's like, you know, a lot of poems, uh, you know, I'll read, and I don't even understand them. So sometimes, so don't worry that uh, you're gonna get knocked off for for not doing some things. And I'm like, you literally just told us, you know, I don't even understand some of this stuff. So just turn in whatever. <laughs> you're you're a, a University of Central Florida professor. Poetry is so bad. Now I gotta admit, I don't understand any of this stuff. But uh, so you're not gonna get an F. Poetry. <laughs> Poetry's poetry's worse than poetry oh, yeah. might be the no I think it's probably what like ventriloquism then mime then poets well I mean poets would be above them but like I don't really have a lot of respect for fucking poems <laughs> uh... I, and I and this is a dude like I can fucking quote some E. e. Cummings and shit like I do I have read poetry Langston Hughes there's I, great poems yeah great poets but <laughs> yeah now it just seems... Etheridge Knight I know I, I know my poetry I, I don't know how I feel about it <laughs> it's just... I don't have an opinion. No opinion. It's one of those arts that because it doesn't really have like, uh, like it's not like stand up where you you hear uh, laughs or like movies where they like they're visual like like you have to you see performances 
it can kind of just get so abstract and you still can't comment on it. You can't say it's bad. You're just like, I don't know. I, they were on a level that I wasn't I think like Alex of. summed it up perfectly when he was at Space Bar one night and he just like busted into that like slam poetry character and he's like, Mama, Mom, uh. <laughs> like that was, that was how we delivered it. Like yeah. calling out for it and then questioning it. <laughs> like that's what I see. It's just a fucking... It's a bunch of fucking... Somebody wants attention for their feelings. It's like, oh, Christ. I think I've even talked about it on the fucking podcast. There was that one that was on, like, Huffington Post. There was that kid who had Tourette's, and he was talking about, like, locking a front door, turning on a light because of his, like, his ex-girlfriend or something. Oh, it, t- it was all over the fucking news. People were putting it on their Facebook. Yeah. And I, was, <laughs> I watched that shit. I was like, you guys... I think what people really liked about it is not the poem itself, just the fact that this wacky guy was, like... You know, it's like someone with no legs running a marathon or something. They're like, yeah, you got through four minutes of words, you stuttering shit fuck. You know, it's like they don't... It's like a Rudy story, but it was a fucking poem. Yeah. It's like, I don't give a shit about... That's... Like, that's I, all that poem was was someone rhyming, um, telling their friend their breakup story while you wait in line to get coffee. That's what that was. That was just like someone like, oh, I can't believe it happened and she left and I felt really sad. Except he made it rhyme. Well, he, uh, you know, I, something I really, really don't like about um, uh, I don't about like poetry or um, sad, sad uh, stories that people write that just the, they don't. This there's no stakes like there. Oh, you can't be questioned. It's like, well, no, it's like, uh, I, I'm, I, there's the, this guy showed me this movie that he made, right? It's a 30 minute short film. And the story is about this guy. He wrote it, directed it. I love this guy. He's, he's a super sweet dude, but he wrote this garbage, garbage <laughs> fucking movie. And it's, it's a story. It's like an inside Lewin Davis style kind of thing. It was before that movie came out. It was an oh nine, but it was about like this guy who like is a who busks on you know with his guitar, and uh, and uh, eventually what happens is like he writes a song for um, like a, a record executive, like a record company CEO or something, and he plays the song for this guy, and the guy's like blown away by his song. And gives him a record deal. Like that's like the whole arc of the story is like, and his suffering is like his girlfriend left, you know. And so like, oh, that's, the best part is after this. Um, what part with the girlfriend thing? Oh well, yeah, there are there are just bad parts about like <laughs> he sees the girlfriend. I I told him afterwards. I was like, look, man, this movie was because he was like, yeah, the, you know, my friends joke about it and they say like, you know, it's like the room, you know, it's like that bad. It's like the new room and stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. But I was like. I didn't want to. I I almost wanted to be like you have no excuse for what you've done. Like this is, <laughs> this is the most. It's the most self indulgent, like pile of garbage. <laughs> uh, I told him I was like the writing. I just you need to know that the, how in self indulgent the writing was because you are obviously that is you because you're playing the lead. You wrote it and directed it. And so it's also playing the songs that, and you're playing the songs that are your songs. Like it's credited to him. And so like he's playing the, it. He's playing it for. Uh, the record uh, CEO guy and and he's playing the song and it just sounds like a you know it's like a mainstream kind of you know pop song or whatever but the guy is like sitting at the desk it does like these cutaways back to him and the guy's like his eyes are wide and he's like wow and like it ends and he goes wow that was amazing you got a deal man you got it congratulations and like his his ex-girlfriend is in the room with like his friend and stuff like and they're like yeah like the really really cheesy just garbage 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 <laughs> it's just a slow pan everybody's like right on yeah dude. no but then there's like there's like the scene where they like goes into the uh 
he goes into um, like a coffee shop and he sees his ex and she's like sitting at the thing. He doesn't see her, but she's there and she sees him and she goes, oh, my God, it's it's like Jason or whatever his name is in the movie. It's Jason. He just, oh, I, I, should I say something or should I just like leave it alone? I mean, he looks so good, you know, and like so it's like, I'm like, oh, my God, Gabe, what the fuck are you doing? And that dumb asshole girl is going to come back for me because yeah, I'm well then, so much And then like, he's walking with her later and she's like, he's like, I love you. And she's like, I just can't, I can't do it. You know, you left and I can't do it anymore. <laughs> he's like, but I love you. And she's like, look, you are so talented. <laughs> You're, you have so much going for you. And I was like, oh my God, no, Gabe. Um, and like, it's 30 what's the name of it? The talented one? I don't know. Yeah, the chosen one. I don't know what it's called. God's grace. But what my whole thing is like, that's when I see people writing things about like how much their life sucks or like how much suffering they're going through. And then they give you an example and it's like, that doesn't matter. You know what I mean? When someone's like, if someone writes a poem and they're like, and I miss you, and you left, and blah. It's like someone broke your heart. So fucking what? Get over it, you know. Unless you're a brilliant writer, and you really know how to express like how you're, you know. And I guess that's what their fucking goal is. But you know, it's like, it's like, dude, <laughs> that's you have what to. I, unless you can really, really write like beautifully, just with your words, and like, uh, you know, give an example of how you, your heart is torn apart or whatever. But it's just no one gives a fuck about the person that left you. You know, everybody gets their heart broken. So it's like, and it's been done over and over and over and over. So that whole shit, that, that was like one thing that my major, aside from the how fucking just conceited he seemed in that film was like, what are the, like, what, what is the suffering? What is the struggle that your guy had to go through? There's a bottle of Jack Daniels in his apartment and he's sad. And in, in like the, in the song that he writes, it says like, in my life, I've seen many things like sadness and loneliness. <laughs> And it's Those like, are two things of many. And it's like all these things are based around like this girl leaving or something. And it's like, so you feel like you're an experienced man that's like seen a lot of garbage, like or a lot of shit happen to you. And so, you, you know, I don't know. It's just, and I'm cares. guessing he's like, you know, you said it's having like 09. So this yeah. was like, he couldn't have been that old, right? No, I that, think he was like 23 or something. When he so then it's like, dude, like 28 now. it's like, where the fuck is your life lesson? You know what I mean? Like just seeing that on film, it's like, how, how hard is your life been? <laughs> Right, you know, you got a hot girl. I know. You're fucking a nice guitar that I'm looking at on screen. Yeah, you can afford name brand liquor. Well, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. telling him. I was telling him about. Um, and you know, I, I, again, like, I really like this guy, and I don't want like, but I'm only talking about it like this because he was like, "This is garbage," and I was like, "Cool. Why are you showing it to me?" Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but why? Um, but we, uh, you know, I was telling him like, "Inside Lewin Davis is." is along the same lines of what you wrote here, but it's, it's about this guy who writes great music. He writes great music and he goes in front of people, uh, trying to get a deal. And every one of the per- people that he plays in front of is just like, uh, for better or like, no, nah, it was all, not really our style here. So all this is just like this fail. And that's struggle. That's failure. Trying to like, you know, really make something out of your career and just being turned down constantly. And then ultimately, getting nothing in the end which i'm so happy that he did you know what i mean that's a great movie i really enjoyed that movie but i don't want to see oh man and it's hard that's a hard thing to do Uh, you know when um i think that was a smart move on their part in the coen brothers of like having these beautiful songs but then no one being like oh this is fucking fantastic because it's like 
the song was written for the movie and no one's like validating it. You know what I mean? Like that's great. But to like write a song and then for that person, that character to be like, Oh my, like have like a, 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 the opposing character be like, Oh my God, that is like the most beautiful fucking song I've ever heard. It's like, no, I mean, it's just would have been more realistic at the end. Like when that, in your friend's movie when he played the song, the guy's like, wow, that's amazing. I'm gonna give you a record contract, whatever, whatever. He's like, oh, you know, thanks so much. And he leaves the office. If the guy was just like, oh, wow, still blown away. And he like picks up the phone. He's like, oh, not that I just told some asshole I gave him a record contract. It was so fucking <laughs> bad. Here, no, I record it. I'll play it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's laugh at it together. Uh. <laughs> Call security. Yeah, that guy who came in, bar him from the building. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's like, a that would be a great movie just to see them post that on Facebook. <laughs> like to see somebody post that. I just got this record deal. Like some guy that clearly is terrible. <laughs> I just like the fact that twenty. Like, no one, even every time I've ever seen anyone, fucking like, you see that shit all the time. Fucking someone who um, is uh, like at the top of their field, whether it's like a fucking in these reality shows, whether it's like a chef or like when those I'm watching our buddy Adam is on that new series of Face Off. You know, there's people who are like do fucking special effects and shit. If mm-hmm. someone is really good at something and then they see talent in someone, they don't go like, oh, my God, this is fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah. They're like they like fucking cross their arms and they like look and take it in. And they're like, oh, man, this is fucking they like let it sink in that this is like decent shit. Uh-huh. They don't fucking lose their mind. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But it's also like it was some jerk off fantasy that this well, guy had. Well, it what 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 should have happened is like he plays the song for the record executive and the record executive is obviously record company okay he's obviously going to be thinking okay can i make money off of this guy correct can i make money off of him and his reaction should have been like all right let's let's do it that's it yeah (laughs) you know what i mean and he was like i get the deal yeah yeah let's we'll see what happens we'll put it out all right (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's See you later. You should always lean on the side of like understated. I feel like in film, it's like the, the going over the top is so amateurish. Like anytime I see like a short film, one of the main things that like like some like people that don't have you know any sort of career, it's always like way over the top. Just like like that's a perfect example of just like, and then everything works out like is. What did he do? Like, like it's him, him struggling, and then he just plays a song, and that's, you know what I mean? Like, what did he, like all, he, all he did. It's thirty minutes to get there. <laughs> thirty minutes, and then at the end, he's just like, you know what? I've been playing these songs for a while. I'll play it for this record guy, and then da da da, and then all every all the conflicts life, life, are resolved. Life, life changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a just a completely unrealistic over the. Top I love reaction. to see people fail in oh, movies. Yeah. I love that. I think. Yeah. Like I, that's what one of one of the appeals of of Breaking Bad was like, was I loved the decline of like his morals and just like he became it's you know the the whole like, what was how how uh, Brian Cranston put it was like, so he starts off as such and such and turns into Scarface. It's like, oh yeah, what the hell is the name he used, uh, Mister whatever the fuck he used, Mister Goodman, yeah, Mister Rogers Neighborhood, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I like seeing that. I like the movie Pusher by Nicholas Reffin. Oh yeah, uh, just the nothing good happens for that guy. It's a it's a, a steady decline. Oh, there will be blood. You know that's another one. Yeah, it's a good, that's a good one. But like, yeah, I know. I just liked I and I. That's why I like Inside Lewin Davis. It's just this guy just keeps failing. He never never really gets what he wants, and he ends up back in the same place. Nick, you do know? you want to keep failing? Yeah, <laughs> that's how I see my life. You know, it's it's uh, weird though because you get something like 
AMC's break AMC's the call and catch, and catch fire, fire which Nick will be on coming this June. <laughs> you get on a show uh, on Netflix in April. No, but the first season. Let's be serious, guys. Let's be real here. No more comedy, okay? All right, sorry. We should just continue this podcast the rest of the 11 episodes after this. It's very dry NPR. Hmm. No humor. No like real subject, which we don't usually have anyways, but you know just no more comedy, guys. Why are we trying? Let's just give up. Welcome to episode one of Stand and Hold Fire, <laughs> starring Nick, Nick Pupo, but star I, of I Hold thought, and Fire. I really thought that like I really thought that like some success like this, you know, would just be like you get it and you're just like fuck yeah, man, that's it, my life. I feel good. Only good things are gonna happen from this point on. But I now it's just the same life that I had, just with I get to be on TV. You know what I mean? And I get some money that I'll, is gonna, I'm, I'm going to be gone soon. It's going to be gone eventually. Speaking of NPR, I was just listening, driving up here. They said that they did a study, like, does money buy happiness, whatever. And they said that money, uh, people who, like, had a certain level of income and then that amount of income, whether it was through, like, lottery or a promotion at work or whatever, um, it's not that money can make you, like, happier, but it makes you less sad. Yeah. Well, so, it makes, it makes you, it's not, you're stressed just, out. More just, yeah, so it's not like you gain in any fucking, like like you said, like, oh, my life's going to be fucking roses right now. Everything's going to be great. It's just, like, a little less, like, oh, at least I got rent covered for a fucking half a year or whatever. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I'm going to get a good chunk of money, but it's it's going to not really last. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but it's going to go into, you're going to parlay that into a, a apartment or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, the, which will last you for the... Well, uh, the whole thing now is, like... started with buying bottles of scotch. I bought a $40 bottle of scotch. That's $40. Uh, yeah. But he hasn't gotten the money yet. So yeah, like yeah, it takes 90 days. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm, the money's coming in. No, I know. It I takes know. 90 days. Uh, no, it doesn't. Oh, you got... It takes 14 days. 14 days? Yeah, Ooh. For, for, for actors. Nice. For real actors. They want to pamper you and treat you like a real real queen. Uh, so it's, you know, but I it it, it I now... All, all this this gig is done is it's, a, it's giving me experience on set. I'm meeting new people I get to network with, um, and it's something on my resume, and now I'm SAG eligible. So that's and that's it. You know what I mean? Did you get the paperwork for that too? Um, not yet, and I don't know if I'm going to go SAG yet. No, don't go SAG. I mean, just be eligible. I think in New York though, you have to be like for most of the things that they do up there. It's like you kind of have to be. Well, be eligible. And like once it. you're once you're SAG, then it's like then and you, you can't leave. I mean, you can leave, but then you can never come back. Um, crazy. Uh, but anyways. So now it's just like work. It's just like, okay, you know, when I was on set, it felt more like work than, than anything, you know, it was just like, wow, I'm, this is a job. I didn't even, cause you know, it's a job, but like, you don't even realize until you get there and you're like, wow, this is fucking work sitting down, reading lines with everybody, like going over lines over and over, like doing rehearsals and like having the director say all these different things to you, you know, making you change all these different things and. But it's not really work, though. In the grand scheme of things, it is. It's not it at is. all like yeah, work. It is. It's, not, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's make believe. It's. I sat down on a couch for like a good forty-five minutes and just watched the crew work. Yeah. Because you don't have to do shit until you're on camera or rehearsing. So it's like there were so many moments where I was like sitting on this couch looking at these crew guys, and I'm like, I'm getting paid like four times what you guys are getting paid, and I'm not doing anything right now, you know. And I'm the one who gets to be on TV. I know, and I felt kind of like a dick. But, like, I try to, like, do everything for myself, you know? Like, an AD will come up and they'll be like, can I get you a coffee? And I'm like, I'll get it. I got nothing to do. 
Like, I'll just go get it with you. Hey, you want to know what? My shoe really needs to be tied. So <laughs> you could just get down there. Sir, yeah. it's already tied. Well, I said my shoe what needed to be tied. <laughs> it just needs to be tied. I never said it was untied. <laughs> Coming right up, Mr. Poopo. I, uh... Hey, you did stand up there too. How'd that go? <laughs> stand up was great. Yeah. Stand up close. I did a, a Star Bar and the One AM show. Atlanta has a great comedy scene. Yeah. Atlanta's great. I saw you, there are there are people there that kind of have that. You know, you watch them and you just kind of have that feeling like when you go and see people like just good people in like Chicago or like in New York, like just solid comedians. You know, I, I watched uh, Nate Fridson, this guy from uh, New York, who came down to uh, do the One AM show and he did Star Bar. Really, really great writer. Really funny. Um, and it was just like one after the other, man. And people who know how to host, host rooms, you know, just and apparently you can go. But you can there's like five mics a week or five mics a night sometimes. Um, but yeah, it was, it was solid. Go, go Atlanta. Good job. It's great singing over there. Good job, guys. Can't wait to get back so you can go back to work. I do like I do. One of the things that's that's great about just being in Atlanta and just working as an actor so you go in for like eight hours or whatever and you and you leave it's just you have a hotel you stay in the hotel and you do nothing you go out and you eat and then you go and you act and you, you leave and you just go back to the hotel and it's just it just felt nice it just felt <laughs> nice to like do like almost nothing you know but act and when you're on set it's fucking fun man it's cool you know you meet a lot of cool people like everybody's cool <laughs> I know. I really like how cool everybody is. <laughs> Nick Poopo and the Cool Cats. No, it's like a really, really fun set. Everybody's everybody's cool, man. <laughs> you know, there's gonna be shitty days though. There's gonna be really, yeah. <laughs> it's it's gonna, gonna suck. I hard. mean, in the grand scheme of things, not everything is. All I want is just to not fuck up. Well, yeah. Right. I just don't want it because I had like a, a line where like I had to run into a room and say something on a cue. And like they go action, and I ran in and said the line, and it was just like no, like I ran in right when they said action, rather than waiting for my cue. So it was like that's when like you have thirty or forty people all standing around quietly, you know, waiting for this take to be you done. Fucked up. And then you run in and you're like, no, oh, oh, oh no, I'm sorry, guys. Whoops, I didn't. Uh. All right, let's go back to one, everybody. <laughs> and I went, one of the 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 videographer was like. Came came in a little early there, early there, but it was a little uh, a little too soon. I was like, oh, I'm, some, I'm a fucking idiot. You just throw the AD under the bus. Well, she never got me a coffee. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not fucking good to go. Yeah, but yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. You're on TV. It's Halt and Catch Fire on AMC. Coming I thought it would be you. more interesting to talk about it. Not like as a like not in a self centered way, but oh, just like, to talk about the set because people that listen to this show don't you know. Well, you struggled. You got a record contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna tie it back into that. I was trying to figure out how to work left that. But the, I do want to talk about how, like, I like, dude, dude, a movie about my life would be just like that. Like, it would just be like, because I, all these actors that have like auditioned, like, or, like for for years, and just like they've gotten booked on a few things, but they like audition every week. And I've I've done like four auditions in my life, and I nailed this fucking thing. So it's like the struggle for me is like non-existent. <laughs> like, oh, I did stand up for five years, and I was really sad. Like that's my fucking struggle. That's all my fucking struggle has been. I'm looking back at my life. I've worked with Tig Notaro and Doug Benson. Oh and man, Brian it's so hard. <laughs> I get paid to do comedy at like clubs that like don't appreciate me enough. Like my fucking life has been easy as shit. 
Like getting something like this now, you like I'm looking back on everything and I'm being like, man, I just nothing. It's just nothing went wrong. I thought it was going wrong, but I was being a big ass little puss, big little puss, a little big puss. All it took was a role on a TV show to turn it all around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all uphill, guys. Well, that's one thing they always say about, you know, actors, you know, actor ain't working. You ain't an actor. So that's like the, you know. It's true. You got to fucking just one TV show. It's true. Does like not a like career make. Know. No, it's not. It doesn't. doesn't do it. Dude, you're nothing. I really am nothing. Dude, fuck you. Dude. Yeah, it means nothing. I'm going to spill this hot candle wax on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess now we're just kind of rambling. Now we get to the part where we just argue with each other. Yeah. Oh, do you want to talk about the thing with the girl? Yeah, we can. Do you want me to read that from the email or no? Does it matter? I don't remember what exactly right, what so it said. All right, so if you're still in this episode... We'll close on this. Yeah, this was the other part of uh, Jams's email. <clears throat> I'm also excited to hear what Tom has to say about the attempted assassination of his character on Facebook this week. I know from the show that he's kind of belligerent drunk... But I do think he's a good guy at heart, and I don't think this kind of public shaming was appropriate thing to do. It was less civil rights whistleblowing and more TMZ gawker scandal seeking bullshit. Yeah. James, thanks for the email. Yeah, yeah. I basically feel the same way that, like, I feel like he. That, uh, I'm going to edit this to make you sound like a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm stumbling over yeah. words like I'm. Are you drunk in this, this, this interview? You just cut in the the House yeah. of Cards Tom, thing. Where put, the guy... No, that is my scotch, Tom. <laughs> um, no, like that's pretty much what it, like what, like at first. Cause basically, what happened was like I basically just got really really drunk on New Year's, and uh, and I guess yelled at this girl. That doesn't even sound like me. Like I was with my friend Gentry when when like I saw what they like this girl was saying about me on Facebook, and she was like, "This doesn't sound like you. Like this, is, you, you've never been aggressive. You've never been mean." Uh, but I have other theories too that get into this <laughs> about like this other girl that I just hate that I think has a, plays a role in this that that uh, my friend Dave warned me about not pissing her off because she is manipulative and backstabby, but. Uh, yeah, basically, like, uh, I, I talked to a couple of people after, like, this girl basically said, like, oh, he was he was drunk and he was trying to, f he was, like, saying he would fight this girl and how big he was. And I was like, this sounds really, really, yeah, like, painted, coherent. They, they for... painted you to seem like a, like a frat boy date rapist. Yeah, yeah. Like, this, I was just like, this is really coherent for, for how drunk I must have been. Yeah. That, I've like, never heard you like that coherent ever when you're that drunk. I know that's what I'm like. Yeah, that's, art that's articulation isn't one of your strong points, sober yeah. or drunk. No, like, <laughs> so. like, and and my friend Gentry was like, like, it says like you tried to push her, and I was like, and she was like, I mean, maybe you stumbled and they thought you were trying to push her, like it. It was just basically one of those things where I was like, oh fuck, what the hell? And then like as I talked to people that knew this girl, I was like, oh, all right, well, it's just this crazy girl, because like. I talked to a few people that have, that know her, uh, and they were like, like one is this is a bartender that works in this part of town uh, that they go to a lot, and like she was like, listen, they do this kind of shit a lot. They went after a friend of mine last year for something, and like tried to get him fired, and I was like, uh, that she told me the first day, but I was still worried like about like, uh, oh shit, like what you know, how big is this thing gonna be? Because like. Like a lot of people were commenting on it, right. you know. Um, yeah, it was pretty huge. Yeah, it was weird. 
Uh, and then like, then I talked to like a couple more friends that also knew her and they were like, it's just like a, this girl just like wants to be the center of attention. Like, cause it didn't even happen to her. Like it was like, it, like the, the, the story was like, I was hitting on this girl and some other girl came up and was like, Hey, leave my friend alone. She's drunk. And he was trying to like hit on this drunk girl. And I was like, I don't even remember this. So I'm just, well, I'm just one well, drunk. That, that was something that I knew wasn't the, wasn't your goal because you've never been somebody that's like, I'm going to get this girl drunk or I'm attracted to this drunk girl. Like I can fuck this girl because she's drunk. It's always no. because you're drunk and she's a girl <laughs> and that's it. It I doesn't just, even matter. Yeah, like that is true. 90% of the time I'm just drunk going after like the most sober girl in the room. And then yeah. she's just like, Ugh. I've never seen you. I've never seen a girl more drunk than you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like when you're like, if you're standing next to a girl, it's always you. That's the drunk one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, why is this guy so drunk? You know? Oh, that's great. Cause they do get to a point where they're like, sometimes like you're hanging out with girls and they're like, yeah, yeah, like he's drunk, but you know, I mean, we're hanging out, but like, then there's like points where like, you've been so drunk and the girl's like, what do I do now? Do I leave? Do I just leave him here? Yeah, that's like what that's like what uh, Allison was saying. She was like, you know, I've I've like the first time I met you, you were drunk and you hit on me, and I just went, oh, he's drunk, and I walked away. And she was like, these girls like wanted to pick a fight with you, like they they are like these type of people that want well, to be think like all the crusaders. Are, they all think men all, all men are scum, and that's what the the bartender that knows these girls and that's said such to me too. a fucking that it means that that girl is so incredibly ignorant. To say some dumb shit like that, that all, like, fuck men. That's how she ends her post. Fuck yeah. men. I would like to see if, if she has gay friends and what they would comment on that. She like, apparently is gay. Like, uh, Allison told me, she was like, yeah, I've seen her on a date with, like, I know her. Has she met <laughs> Nick Pupo, star of Holding Fire? Fire? Because I think we know somebody who can <laughs> make her not make her hate all men. <laughs> That's right. He's kind of a big deal. I'm a solid individual. <laughs> He's a TV star. <laughs> yeah. He's got an agent. So I guess to answer your question, James, a bunch of crazy shit. Uh, didn't That's feel- basically how yeah. like, I, I feel like I feel like what was like the, the true essence of the situation. Because I also talked to a few other people that were like there. Did well, anyone also- see you blow smoke into her face and say you're nothing? <laughs> That's weird. That's the oddest thing to me. No, but uh, I was talking to Dan Moore on the phone. Uh, like two who days. was with you? It was with you were with what's his face Osborne from Chicago, from Chicago. Yeah. and uh, he was like because he saw something on OCC where they were talking about it, and he was like, uh, "So what happened?" I started like telling him, and he's like, "Who's the friend you were with?" And I was like, "Jim Michael," and uh, he goes, "Oh," and he was like, "Yeah, I was talking with him the other night, and he gave me like a totally different version of, of the story." Of he course. was like, "He was like, what Jay Michael said was like, yeah, Tom was really drunk, and like I went over and I was like." I like pulled away and I was like, Hey, I'm sorry. And then they started just, just go attacking me for no reason. And that was about it. And he, he was just, but he was like laughing about it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that sounds more like how things usually go. It's like me being drunk and me going, whatever, fuck you. And somebody going, sorry, he's drunk. Well, yeah, there's no substance to what you're saying. Like there's no meaning behind it. Yeah. Like, you have no intent. Yeah. It's just, it was, it, I mean, your intent is like get fucked. But like you, there is no like when you say like "fuck you," it's just a very much. It's like a blanket kind of just like it's a blanket. I'm um, not. I don't like. Yeah, it's just like, like it's like all that can like all that you can conjure up. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, fuck you, and you you 
He said, I you probably, like, if you said I can fight you, it was something that was just probably like, wait, uh, wait, wait, fight? Right? Fight? Uh, fight? Right? <laughs> I mean, you know, but these girls, I mean, yeah, the painted look like, he wanted to kill us. He, he burnt cigarettes and onto our skin. But <laughs> you're fine, I guess. You know, you're still a piece I was, of shit. Yeah, I was just like, uh, but so basically what James was saying, like, yeah, like, I can get pretty drunk and people find me uh, annoying. I've never been like, I've never been like, people have never hated me. For getting drunk before, though, I have. Well, yeah, but <laughs> many times, most every time. Yeah, I was gonna say like, if anybody like knows me pretty well when I'm when I'm drunk, it's like it, it is Nick. It's Nick. me. It's Fez. <laughs> it's <is> Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, assassination of your character complete. Yeah, and then basically like everybody else I talked to like since has just been like, oh man, that was. That was just way over the top. Yeah, it was crazy, man. That was a huge thing that happened. And uh, there's probably like a good chunk, good handful of people who think that you're like the scum of the earth in Orlando now. <laughs> yeah, because they just bought into everything. You know what was weird? It was like I was, uh, I was texting my friend. He was like, uh, like are you, uh, he, he, he wasn't asking me about this, but I was like, eh, I'm kind of staying in tonight. I, I, this big thing is going on on Facebook. And like... He was like, "What's what's going on?" So I sent him uh, screen like grab. I, 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 well, I just showed him like Google, Google, this, Google this, Google this name, and he was like, and then he texted me back. He's like, "Man, one of these guys like uh, that's like also joining in on the shit talk with you uh, is my girlfriend's ex boyfriend who cheated on him, her for a year, like in their own home." And I'm like, "This is like the wor- this is like what pisses me off about it is like." I was just drunk one night and like caused a scene and like there's this guy that's like that like deliberately was a dick for like like shitty person for like a year yeah. and that's just joining in the bandwagon that just just because he probably like wants to come off as like the white like Luke Swirsky kept going like bunch of ni- white knights bro just a bunch of white knights yeah and I was like yep yeah I mean people act like they've never like people chime in and they act like all the terrible shit that they've done in their life has didn't happen yeah know? yeah yeah like if i look at like the, the shit that like uh uh i've done to people that has been bad it's really nothing besides like like things where i'm drunk and it's not even like to them it's just like i just made them a lot of times i just <laughs> piss people off now you're just basically saying that you've never done anything wrong no no, no i'm not saying that but uh, like i've never but that, there's not anything that you can tom, say. tom is like defending himself like no nah, i mean you know i've been i've been really drunk and yeah i've pissed a lot of people <laughs> off but i mean it's not like i didn't i, I didn't fuck it up I mean, it wasn't my fault but you, but like you know like i've never deliberately like gone and like nothing done you're something. not a malicious person i'm not a malicious person and like that's what like uh they were acting like it was Right. Which was like, which is the weird thing because you can't even. It was one thing where I was like, man, I can't even. There's no argument to this. Like one girl that's a friend of mine, like tried to like go like, I know him and he's not a bad guy. Like he just was probably yeah. really drunk. And then they just like started calling her a fucking idiot and like they just immediately started attacking her. And I was like, man, these people are just like savages. I, I kept telling Allison, I was like, they're like the evangelical uh, Christians of feminists. You know, they're like the, uh, what is the white, ba- uh, the Baptist church? What, what, what? Westboro. The Westboro Baptist church of like, just, 
going all out. Man, well, if so that, that was basically if that girl's a lesbian then and she doesn't like men, I hope that she does use a phallic shaped dildo to pleasure herself with her and her partners because that's right, a great I, revenge. That's all I know. It's like you still got to use a dick to touch the inside of your vagina. So I did not say that by the way. That was Clay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, let's not say anything in fun or jest about anybody. No, I would no, love, no, yeah. I, I, I think it's a great point. Yeah. I think it's a very interesting <laughs> fact to bring up. No, I mean, I don't like necessarily agree with it, and I don't condone Clay's uh, sexism, but I will say that uh, it, is, it is a funny thought that uh, it's a, it is a dick, you know, often looks blatantly <laughs> like a male penis. Not just a phallic shape, like a, it looks like a dick. dick. It's weird. It has like a head ridge. Yeah, it is weird. It's weird, guys. It's weird. So she'll be the guest on next week's Sucap, episode 89, <laughs> in studio, roundtable debate. Feminism. Oh, is yeah. it funny? Man, we decide. Man, she just kept claiming that she was like a hero. She was like accepting like credit. I was like, that's the thing. That's the only thing that I really was mad about. Yeah. It was like... Her being like, yeah, I know, I am a great person for for posting this. Well, he's off the streets, Orlando. Don't worry about it. We got him under we control. We got him. We got him, boys. We got him. All right. Thank you for everyone who continued to listen to the podcast, even though we had broken yeah, equipment. For sorry about weeks. that weird sexist thing at the end. I'm not. Hopefully that's not weird. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that, like, I kind of want to, like, just say again that, you know, it's not. There's people out there, that, by the way, Nick, that you should know after you just said that, that will jump on some stuff. Oh, yeah. Really turn it into a lot more than it is. Yeah, no, totally. Oh, yeah. I will. I like, I, do people, this is the other thing that I think it's funny. People don't, people take shit way too seriously. Like, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. take shit way too seriously. So I will, uh, if, if anyone wants to transcribe all the crazy shit I've said on here, I'll, uh, I'll willingly. Oh, I would love to see that. I would willingly, uh, if you have problems with it, I'd willingly. If someone out there listens to this show and can just do a series of, like oh, Clay's offensive quotes. Yeah. As long as it's just Clay's. We will, we will yeah. read them on the podcast. Yeah. That's but, a lot of work for you, though. Yeah, there's a lot of... There's 88 episodes of in asinine shit. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on iTunes at Stand Up Close and Personal. Also <laughs> on the <laughs> Facebook. And just like James did, you can write us at standupcloseandpersonal at gmail.com. We've gonna, uh, we're coming on a home stretch on this fucking thing. We're going to have a couple more uh, guests on here. And um, I don't know. Anything else got to plug? Anything else? Plug in? Plug in? Plug in? Uh, halt and Catch Fire. Right? <laughs> <laughs> T-Ball, set you up for it. Um, that is, uh, no, that's the podcast for this week, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's Stand Up Close.